VoiceAmerica.com. And welcome to Radio by George with your host, NFL superstar, Eddie George. For the next hour, Eddie and his guests will enlighten, empower, and entertain you. Now here's the man of the hour, Eddie George. Welcome, welcome everybody to Radio by George. That's right, this is live. This is not taped or previously recorded. This is live coming from Nashville, Tennessee. I tell you what, this is a beautiful day. It's beautiful outside. I don't know where you are, but it is gorgeous here in Nashville, Tennessee, and we're on the eve of the election. That's right. Tomorrow or the next day, we will know who will be running the country for at least for the next four years, and that's going to be the topic of our show, man. This is um, this is uh, an historic time for us in America right now with this election. It's been happening for the last 18 to 21 months, the town hall meetings, the debates, the Saturday Night Live skits on SNL. It all comes to a head uh, tomorrow, and I hope you're out there in your car. If you haven't voted, get out there and vote because we need all the votes we can get to get to, to get this thing turned around. I don't know who you're going to vote for, but um, you got to get out there and vote. So today we're going to bring on some key people, um, bring on Howard Ford Jr. Uh, within about the next five to ten minutes. So if you want to call, if you have any questions, get lined up as we speak. Um, I know that he has some, some uh, great insight on on just the election itself, just his experience in terms of running and with the, what's going through the candidates' minds at this point in time because... It's it's, it's got to be stressful because anything can happen. You you hear about what's going on right now with uh, how Barack has a lead, and and this what can happen in that twenty fifth hour. You know you don't know what can happen. Uh, people may get a change of heart and say, hey, you know let's let's vote for McCain. Let's go McCain heavy. So that's why you know if you're a Barack fan and you want Barack in there, uh, you can't feel like it's over and not go ahead and vote. You know exercise your right to vote, no matter how long you got to stand in line. And um, if you're a McCain guy, if you want your boy in there, go out there and get in. You know, get your votes in. Um, so we're going to talk about all that more when Harold comes on in about five to ten minutes. And please feel free just to call in, voice your opinion. Just tell me what you think about this year's election. Um, just what you want to see change. Talk about the candidates. Talk about the process. Um, because we all know, you know, eight years ago what happened um, in Florida with George Bush and Al Gore, and uh, we would hate to see that situation happen again um, because we all know what we had to go through. We were right then, back when they said George Bush didn't win, and he won, and he said, okay, it won't be that bad, but guess what? Eight years later, it's been that bad or worse, so we definitely don't want to make that mistake again. Uh, but before we get into the politic talk, i got to bring you up to date on what I've been doing. I know last week um, I was not live. I was, uh, fortunately for me, um, I was honored in the Titans uh, Ring of Honor, along with uh, my fellow ex-teammates, uh, Steve McNair and uh, Frank Wycheck. And I tell you, it was, 
it was an incredible experience. I had both of my sons, my mom, my grandmother, and uh, my family and friends were all there in the stands. And uh, it, it, for me, it was very uh, touching because it was a chance for me to officially close the door of my career. And although I haven't played football uh, physically in four or five years, um, emotionally and mentally, that door was still left open. I didn't have a chance to to leave the game like I wanted to or or tell the fans goodbye. So it was closure for me, and it was it was that I guess that moment. I guess it was like a little funeral to say you know goodbye. You know, sad, but hey, you know, um, glad I was recognized uh, at the Titans uh, game on Monday night. And speaking of the Titans, you know, I'm not gonna go into football too much, but. Man, do they look good or what? <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm really happy for them, but, you know, a little jealous. Like, hey, you know what? Hold up. Hold up. They're really, I don't see anybody beating this team. You know, the 8-0 looking good. The running game looks strong. Lindell White looks good. Uh, Chris Johnson, you know, surprisingly. Uh, Kerry Collins, the defense. I'm like, whoa. You know, they they they, they might as well bank a, a ticket to go to um to Miami because we're Tampa because it looks like they're headed their way to the Super Bowl this year. Um, this past weekend was a great weekend. Um, I've been announcing on this show for the, for the last couple of weeks, actually, um, that we're going to have a kids challenge here in Nashville, Tennessee, the EGX Kids Challenge. And we had uh, 90 brave kids that came out there with an open mind, came out and had a ball. I tell you what, they were competing against each other and Got in the teams, were dancing, enjoying the drills. We took them through uh, various uh, obstacle course drills, and um, I tell you, it was it was so much fun. I thought the the mothers of the EGX Moms Challenge, the NFL mothers, they were volunteers. They were so so involved in this thing. It was unbelievable. So it was a great weekend this weekend, and um, and uh, it was just awesome. I just look forward to doing it again next year. Now. Uh, since we're on the eve of the election, um, I would love to bring on a gentleman who's a great friend of mine. And uh, although he went to the University of Michigan Law School, I won't <laughs> hold that against the man because, quite frankly, they don't have a program right now, and I feel for them. <laughs> I welcome to Radio by George, Harold Ford Jr. Harold, what's up, babe? How are you, sir? It's good to hear your voice. Yeah, good to hear your voice, too, man. Thank good you, Congrats of all. Congratulations on everything time that, right that you now. do. You know, it's uh, the eve of the election. Um, people are out there by the groves. Just, just talk about how important it is for people to get out there and, and cast their vote. And what, they, what can they expect when they get to the polls? First of all, congratulations on everything you do in the community, and thank you for what you do. Uh, Thanks, on behalf of young people and everyone for that matter, congratulations to the Titans on a one heck of a season so far. Uh, tomorrow is is a big day for the country. Every four years we get this opportunity, and it looks as if the polls are to be believed across the country uh, that we not only will elect a new president, obviously, but we will elect that we will have an historic day tomorrow. But we shouldn't count count our victory before it it, it comes to us. I, mm-hmm. I think we have seen a campaign. Uh, over the last several months that have certainly displayed two different philosophies, two different visions, two different approaches for the challenges that the country faces, and even the opportunities that we face around the world. Uh, I'm most excited. I mean, I'm for Barack Obama, and I encourage people to vote for whom they choose uh, 
to vote for, but I, I do hope they vote for him. Uh, and I'm voting for him for two reasons. One, I think the middle class is, uh, if for us to make the middle class more in reach for more Tennesseans, more Americans, we need to change our economic and fiscal policy in the country. And two, I'm worried about what America's standing in the world will be like over the next two to four to six years if we don't adopt a very, very different approach from what we've had over the last several years. And I'm convinced that uh, Senator Obama, soon to be president, I believe Obama would do that and do that in a way that would not only make Democrats proud, but would make America proud and, for that matter, the world uh, even prouder of us in ways. So tomorrow, I mean, I urge everybody to go to the polls, whomever you may be voting for. It's, it's the one day in which everyone is equal because everyone's vote counts the same. And you may have to wait an hour, two hours, three hours, mm-hmm. four hours. All that needs to be fixed in the future. But tomorrow, if you're forced to wait a few hours, uh, think about what it will be like uh, if you don't wait those couple of hours, if you don't get an opportunity to cast mm-hmm. your vote, particularly if you're casting your vote to make history tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Now, Howard, how how much stake should we put into the um, the polls right now where they're saying, well, uh, Barack is leading by a large margin at this point in time. It doesn't look like it's going to be close. Is, is there? Should we really look into that, or that's, is that just a hearsay? You know, the polls don't mean a lot the day before. The only poll that matters is what happens tomorrow evening. So, no, I don't place a lot of stock in it. Don't get me wrong. It's a good position to be. Uh, it gives you a lot of energy and a lot of excitement, and you feel momentum when you're ahead in the polls. But John McCain is campaigning in these last two or three days as if he can win this race. If John McCain had retired from the campaign uh, circuit, or should say, had he gotten off the campaign trail and was in Arizona resting and and basically conceding, then I would feel more confident. Mm-hmm. But he continues to pound the pavement. He's got maybe 10 or 12 more stops between now and the end of the election tomorrow evening. Uh, Barack, Senator Obama has several more stops. So I've always, I'm always a believer that when you're a candidate, you always run like you're two or three, four points behind. Uh-huh. And if you're a supporter, uh, you treat the campaign is uh, like it's a, like it's ongoing until it's over, which means everyone has to go to the polls. Don't mm-hmm. believe everyone has to go vote. Don't believe the polling saying he can't lose. That's nonsense. I mean, the New York Giants were not supposed to beat the Patriots last year in the Super Bowl, right. uh, and they did. Uh, go to the polls tomorrow to be to ensure. Go vote tomorrow to ensure that your candidate and my candidate, Barack Obama, ensure that he wins. Yes, I I, I totally agree. You know, um, coming from football, and I know how we got ready for big games, and I know when I played, you know, in 2000 in the uh, Super Bowl, the night before was just nerve-wracking. I just couldn't wait to get on the field and get into battle just to get it on. Take take us through the process. Take us in the minds of the candidates as they're on the eve of this big election. I know that you went through this when you were running for the uh, Senate seat here in in, uh, Tennessee. The night before an election, I mean, you obviously have worked very, very hard for the last year, two, three years. Uh, in this case, the presidential race, I mean, he has gone at it now for almost two years, a little, under, a little over 21 months. And you realize that even with early voting having taken place, and they estimate that maybe 20 to 30 percent of the country will have voted, have already voted, election day is still very magical. I mean, I, I think that probably the tantamount uh, for an elected official running for the presidency, not for any other office, but certainly for the presidency, it is like the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. if not a lot of ways uh, for the candidate even 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 bigger. But for the, there's no equivalent uh, other than, than for in, in, in most people's lives. So you wake up that next morning, if you're running, your name's on the ballot, and you, you, you realize that you have a job the next day or so based on what the people, what the people decide. 
Senator Obama can not rest easy tonight, but certainly rest confident that he has given everything he could possibly give over the last 21 months, and it's now in the hands of the voters. He'll have to work all day Tuesday just to ensure that voters know how serious he is and ensure that he that he ramps up turnout across the country. But you're a little nervous, as, as you should be. You're excited, uh, and you realize that uh, in, in the case of Senator Obama, I've never been in that position. We've only had 43 presidents, but all the books I've read and things I've heard and people I've been close to, you wake up and realize that the country is debating whether or not they entrust in you the most powerful job in the world, uh, mm-hmm. to be the leader of the free world. So I can imagine uh, that he not only is excited tonight and anxious tonight, uh, but understanding that, that that the jury will will de- deliberate tonight and determine whether or not he should be the next president. And based on the polling, based on the anecdotal things, based on what everyone is saying, he should feel encouraged. But I know him. Uh, he, he He's ready to get up in the morning and go back at it uh, until about noon or 1 o'clock tomorrow, then get ready for the results to come in late tomorrow afternoon, early evening. Uh, and if the people elect him, I know come Wednesday, Thursday morning, He'll be getting ready to assemble a team of transition leaders and even begin to think hard uh, and carefully about uh, the kind of cabinet that he will want uh, because the campaign has been fun. It's been exciting and historic. But the next president's going to inherit a huge number of opportunities and even greater number of challenges. Uh, and I got confidence Senator Obama's ready to do the job. Mm-hmm. Well, I just got a, uh, a question from. I'm still going to get you back on the Michigan thing you said, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, uh, are they playing football this year? I'm not sure. I don't think they are. They, they, they pulled their check, program this year, right? Check. And then, uh, you know, before I called, Coach Paterno and I were on the phone. He wanted me to send his regards. To <laughs> That's a good one. That was a good one, Harold. That was a good one. We'll check it out. Uh, before I let you go, uh, someone wanted to know, uh, they said, uh, you were a victim of what some say was a racial attack in the last days of your Senate race against Bob Croker. Uh, we've seen pictures of Barack depicted as a Muslim, uh, even a fried chicken eater. So to what extent is race really a factor in this election? Um, you know, I think Senator Obama has been able to overcome uh, a lot of the he's, – he was a better candidate than I was. He ran a smarter campaign than I did. I take the responsibility for our loss in Tennessee. There were things that happened that we just didn't prepare for, and hopefully if, if I have an opportunity to run again, which I hope I will, we'll do things differently and win. In instance, with Senator Obama, he's faced a lot of these challenges. Uh, he has – it's a little bit of – it's a different race. He's not just focused in one state uh, like we had to run in Tennessee. He's got the entire country uh, in, in the different states with different electoral uh, counts. Uh, but, you know, it, it's not a surprise that when you are desperate, as the Republicans were, you do things, you say things, and you, you conduct campaigns that are really beneath the country. And to the extent that the Republicans have uh, have stooped to a level that is beneath the tradition of the greatness of America, I think they'll they'll be punished for it. Uh, one of the reasons Senator Obama leads in so many of the key states, and I might add, if you're listening in Ohio and Pennsylvania and Florida and Virginia, West Virginia, you have family or friends in those places, please encourage them to go to the polls because this this race in those key states are tight, mm-hmm. and the Republicans are going to do everything they possibly can here. McCain and his and his minions are going to do all that they can in these last several hours to try to either depress mm-hmm. turnout or to persuade people uh, who may uh, be on be on the fence of voting against Senator Obama because of some things that, frankly, I think are just 
disgusting and revolting. Mm -hmm. uh, but Senator Obama has proven that campaign has shown a resiliency and a toughness and a message. And I think so many Americans are focused on the economic plight of the country, mm -hmm. uh, that they are just ready for a change. And Senator Obama mm -hmm. has a message, has a plan, has a set of policies that he wants to bring about that will help middle-class Americans all across the country. And that, to the large extent, is why his campaign has done so well and why he's in such a strong position yeah. Uh, yeah. just 12 hours before the – or 15, 16 hours before the polls are scheduled to open. Yeah, if you look at it, you know, the proof is in the pudding. You see how he's managed his campaign. If you look at both candidates, you see how they've managed their campaign. You know, Barack has done a masterful job of raising money um, and, and putting things to good use and just his message where he stands – versus McCain, where he has uh, attacking Barack, as well as not having enough money toward the end of his campaign. So to me, you know, when you look at both parties, you're saying, well, if he can manage his campaign this way versus what McCain has done, just think about how they'll run the country. You know, so right. and, just, that's just a little tidbit that I look at. And, and when, one last thing, just to add to that point, the way he managed the campaign was far more successful, but the one choice... Uh, Eddie, they both have had to make about the first team member they chose. Senator, Senator Obama oh. chose Joe Biden, and John McCain chose Governor Palin. Now, I'm not one that says that Governor Palin is not qualified to be president. She's old enough. She meets the requirements, but she's not near ready to be president of the United States. I'm not the only one that believes that. There are Republicans, including Colin Powell, mm -hmm. including Lawrence Eagleburger, the former Secretary of State. Both uh, Eagleburger is a supporter of McCain, and he came out last week saying, no, he didn't believe that Palin was ready to be president. If that was John McCain's first choice, best yes. choice as a as a as the leader of his party and as a, someone wanting to be president, yeah. at a time that we're facing so many oh, so, yeah. so much around the world, this was not. These are not the kind of judgments and decisions that the country is looking for. Which I think is another reason Americans yeah. of all stripes and colors I, and backgrounds and different par from different parts of the country are rallying with Obama and Biden. Right. I, so. I, I, I totally agree. I mean, when you talk about Palin, I'm not going to you know bash on her or anything like that. But by no means, but when, it's, a when she, it's a serious but, question. But when you but when you uh, elect to go on Saturday Night Live and do skits versus getting on CNN or or some of these other stations. Uh, talking about the real issues at hand during a critical time, um, I have an issue with that. You know, and it's not, it seems as though she really didn't take the campaign serious. She pretty much enjoyed the spotlight, so to speak. Um, but you know, but Eddie, I, I don't fault her as much as I question McCain's judgment. Again, mm -hmm. Governor Palin is not a bad person. She, it's not that, that again. It's not that she's not qualified. It's just that she's not ready. I mean, I love football and basketball, and I follow the sports very closely. But I'm not ready to be coach of a head, head coach of a college football team or a pro football team as much as I follow and am critical and think I have great ideas. The question the country has to ask: Did John McCain make the right choice? Is this? Are you comfortable with the kind of judgment he exercised when choosing his VP? If you are, then you're more likely to say he's my guy. But if you're not, you have to ask yourself the question why. And when you think about the economic problems that we face, John McCain said at one point four weeks ago, five weeks ago, that the fundamentals of the economy are strong. You know, he may think that, but if he does think that, you have to wonder what economy is he referring to. And I don't. I, he was not able to defend that position, uh, which leads me to believe that he didn't fully understand what he was talking about. In short, this, this race is about two different philosophies, two different approaches. And I think Americans, regardless of their race, if you look at this presidential contest objectively, uh, hands down, 
uh, Senator Obama brings the vision, the philosophy, and the approach that the country needs at this point. There may be there are going to be people who disagree. Obviously, that's the beauty of our political system that we have differences of opinion. But the reality is, this race is about who has the right judgment, philosophy, and approach to governing over the next four years. And I think it's uh, Barack Obama. Okay, excellent. Well, I know you're short on time, man. I really appreciate you taking time out. Harold, for calling in today, it means a lot on the eve of the probably the biggest election um, in the United States history. And uh, thank you so much, man, for calling in. Um, and go Bucks! <laughs> I'll talk to you later. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Rita Roberts-Turner, of Chief of Staff of the Mayor's Office of Nashville, Tennessee. If you have any questions, please call in. Look at your screen, 866-472-5787, or you can IM me at radiobygeorge at yahoo.com. Call in. Go back in two minutes. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you know what it takes to reach massive success? Do you know that if you change your thinking, you can change your life? The Development Connection with host Amy Himes will give you the keys to reach ultimate success. Each show will feature topics to help you reach personal, career, and business ownership success. And you'll learn how to enlarge your vision to move ahead in life and within your organization. The Development Connection with Amy Himes is live every Monday on Voice America at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific. Listen today and move forward to tomorrow. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. If you're not listening to this telecast right now, you should be at the polls or getting ready to go and vote because your vote definitely counts. We were just on with Harold Ford Jr. and he just say, hey, you know what? Regardless of what people are thinking out there or what you're seeing on the television screen about uh, the polls are you know, showing that Barack is beating 
Um, McCain, you still need to get out there and vote, especially in Ohio and Pennsylvania and and uh, in Florida, if you are a Barack fan. All right, we're going to bring next up on Radio by George, uh, someone here in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, from our mayor's office, chief of staff. We're going to bring on Rita Roberts-Turner. Rita, you're on Radio by George. Good afternoon. How are you? Thank you. Thank you for uh, calling in on such an incredible day outside, huh? Yes, it is, and we're still celebrating our Titans' victory here, so it's an even better day. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They they, they look really good. I, Unbelievable. I'm, I'm I'm not surprised, but I'm surprised. You know, okay. now it's like, okay, I don't I want them to be too successful surprised. because they'll forget about the old guys. You know, <laughs> that's, <laughs> no, that's just just hating me. But uh, first of all, Rita, I want to congratulate you and uh, thank you for presenting. Uh, the Amurat Theater with the proclamation from the uh, mayor's office the other day. Definitely. That was uh, was really big. I want to thank you. Well, enjoyed it. And as I told Jeff Carr, you know, I don't look at it as something, and the mayor doesn't look at it as something just for one part of town. We hope it will be a great place for theater all over the city. Yes, yes, absolutely. And in fact, you know, it's an historical event because it's the only, well, the first uh, black-owned uh, um Theater uh, in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, I know that it's uh, going to make a difference. You can just feel the magic when oh, you yeah. walk through the doors of that place, and um, I'm just really excited about the possibilities of what's going to go on there. Just the talent that's going to come out of there. Oh, definitely, definitely. We're all looking forward to the great possibilities and a long life for the theater. Exactly. Well, you're on radio by George. Because tomorrow is a big day. There's a yes. little thing that's happening tomorrow <laughs> called Election Day. <laughs> and um, <laughs> really just wanted to get your thoughts about it and um, just, just where, where you stand on, the, uh, on Barack and, and the McCain issue. Well, you know, I think it's just an incredible, incredible moment in history. And, you know, I have to put it in a little personal perspective. I have two young sons, five and seven. And they were watching things that were happening, and my older son turned to me and he said, well, Mom, Barack Obama's brown. I said, well, yes, he is. And he said, well, I'm brown. I said, yes, you are. Does that mean I can be president one day? And that just hit me in a way, as a mother, you can't imagine. And I think that no matter what happens, it has just been an incredible self-esteem booster for our black males and our black community. And you know, no matter what happens tomorrow, I think uh, Senator Barack Obama and his family can go on knowing that they have truly encouraged a nation of all colors, but particularly the black community. Let me ask you, do you think there's any way that Barack loses this race? Wow. You know, you just, you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen once people get into that booth, and I think he has made that argument so well these last few days. Don't sit back. Don't take anything for granted. You have to get out there and vote. Mm-hmm. And I think the worst thing that any of us could do is just assume that it's a done deal. Certainly if, if Senator Obama hasn't assumed it's a done deal, we need not assume it's a done deal. Yeah, exactly, because, uh, you know, it just it looks like it's going to be a lot closer than what most people think, especially in states like Ohio and, uh, and Florida. I know for a fact that Obama probably has a slight lead there. Um, right. and also has a slight lead in Pennsylvania, but right. those are those are huge as far as electoral votes there. So, right. what do you think about as far as um, 
is race. Do you think it's going to come down to people not really listening to what either candidate says and says, you know what, I'm going to vote for the person who more or less looks like me and represents me? You know, I I really, I hate to hear that just because I think sometimes we can have this self-fulfilling prophecy, but at the same time, I think we do a disservice to Senator Obama. I mean, he's certainly proven time and time again that he can pull in voters from all races and all genders. And so I think when we begin to speak that, we we almost downplay the work that he's done. I uh-huh. think he's shown. He's shown in the primary what he can do. He's shown at each campaign rally what he can do. Mm. He's shown in these, these polls, you know, for what they're worth, what he can do. And so I think at this point we, we do need to just be very proud of what he's done. Now what I do think will need to happen is, there will be some healing that will have to happen. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to take both Senator Obama, who may be president at the time, and Senator McCain to take leadership in that, because certainly I think there are some people, be it race, be it gender, who have sort of taken things to a new level. And I think to bring the country back together and say we are one nation um, and we're going to be with one president, I really think they're going to have to take some leadership on that part of it at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, again, I, I, don't, I think it's going to come down to a situation when or if he gets in um, to office that it's not going to happen overnight. I think people right. are going to start looking for uh, immediate, immediate turnaround in the economy, um, troops out of Iraq, you know, peace and harmony and violins and wine flowing through the streets immediately. Right. That's, that's not going to happen, you yeah. know. <laughs> and and what I really hope, and I, have to say that, I hope that, you know, if if it is Senator Obama, that he'll be given a chance, like all other presidents, that you know people won't be looking for him to have this magic wand and in his first 100 days just solve all problems. Mm-hmm. I hope they'll really give him a fair chance and not begin to unjudge him unfairly or on a different scale than they have other presidents. But along that same line, while everyone around the country is excited and getting people registered to vote and getting people out to the polls, I really hope that this will start getting more people engaged in local politics. Mm-hmm. So it's great to see this rallying around the presidential election, but I hope people really begin to understand how engaged they need to be in politics, period. You know, and and coming from a local level, I can tell you there, there's a lot that goes on with your city, with your schools, with health initiatives that happen right in your cities, in your towns, in your mm-hmm. states. So you can't just say, I'm just going to go out and vote for president and I'm done. I hope this really starts getting people who aren't otherwise engaged, engaged in the political process. Well, you know, it's funny. It's funny that you mention that because um, uh, you don't hear about a lot of it. You know, right. the, the media is just pushing the, the presidential race down our throat, but on more on a local level, um, you just don't hear about who's running for what. I mean, when you go to the polls, you'll see, you know, the president, the big stuff, but the really the stuff that really matters, especially in your city and in your county and everything, you don't have too many choices to pick from. Right. And you're just going right. to pick whatever. So, right. so how can we become more educated, I'm specifically talking about in your community, on who the leaders are and what their initiatives that they're pushing? That's a great question. I mean, I think part of what we have to do is get people as actively involved as they have been in this presidential election. Get, you know, community leaders involved in educating people. I mean, we have on our ballot here in in, uh, Tennessee, you know, a Senate race. Um, And and I know you talked to um, Harold Ford a little bit about his race. 
mm-hmm. you know, and that was an election where certainly we did. We got people out, you know, and, and there were people working those ends. But don't just wait for what the media may tell you is a big election. Right, get right. your churches out there. Get your community groups out there. Start educating people. Start bringing people in to have, you know, small debates or small community meetings. I mean, one of the things that Mayor Dean did And I'll just tell you this, he was considered an underdog going into this mayoral race. He didn't have the name recognition, but he would literally go to these little neighborhood meetings with 10 people. If someone invited him to their home and maybe they had five or six neighbors gathered together to meet him, he went. And that took some neighborhood efforts. That took some people who really believed in him, who didn't just say, oh, well, nobody's going to come out and vote. We don't know anything about you. To get educated, and he got an opportunity to talk to people one on one. That's something you don't get a lot of in a, in a big presidential election, or even you know when someone's running for governor. And so, take the time when someone's running for council, you know, have these little impromptu meetings. When someone's running for mayor, really organize and, and get them out before the people. Yes, yes. Well, Rita, we want to take a quick break. Um, do you mind hanging around for another segment? Sure, not a problem. Okay, when we come back, we're going to talk more with Rita Roberts-Turner, our Chief of Staff of the Mayor's Office here in Nashville, Tennessee. And please call in or IM me uh, if you have any questions. When we come back in two minutes, stick around. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. What's it like? What's it like? It's lonely. It's really lonely. I miss my brother. I miss my brother. I'm surrounded by other people, but it's not the same. I've got other people around me, but it's not the same. It's pretty scary, but I don't let it rattle me. It's scary around here, but I don't let it rattle me. You always have to watch your back. There's no one to watch my back. I spend my whole day worried who's out to get me. I'm always wondering who's out to get me. But I can take care of myself. But I can take care of myself. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. It's not like I have a choice. It's not like I have a choice. This'll all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. This'll all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. Go to jail for a gun crime and your family serves a sentence with you. Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. VoiceAmerica.com 
You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. You're on with me and Rita Roberts-Turner. Rita, you still with me? Yes, I am. Yeah, I know that you're uh, short on time, but before I let you go, why don't you tell people why they should get out there and they should exercise their right to vote? Sure. You know, it's one of those things that it's just an incredible privilege. It's a privilege that so many people have worked hard for. You know, as a woman, I know women got out there and really struggled and fought so that we could have the right to vote. As an African-American, you know that there were people who literally gave their lives so that we could go out there and vote. And then it's just an American. Uh, When you look at the American Revolution, there are people who voted so that we could have freedom and have representation. And so it's not something we should take lightly. There's too much at stake here, and if you want to have some control over your future, some control over your children's future. I think Michelle Obama has said it so well. This isn't just about us. It's not just about our children. It's about our children's children. And understand that you hold the power and you hold the keys, and it's time for you to exercise that power. Exactly. Well, with that being said, I'm going to let you exercise your power (laughs) and have a great day. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate the phone call. Well, thank you for having me. Have a good day. All right. Well, that's right. You heard it from uh, Rita Roberts. You heard it from Harold Ford Jr. Get out there, exercise your right. And I'm hoping that you're not listening to this right now because you should be out there getting in line, getting ready to do this thing because it's so important. If you are bitter or you're unhappy about where you're at right now, you can definitely have a voice to do it. I know a lot of people that are right now uh, that are living in different states, um, they, they don't have a chance to vote right now. They're still waiting on their opportunity to uh get their ballot, their absentee ballot, and they're so happy they can't get it. So while you have the opportunity, you know, take that time out to do it because it's going to be a difference. I mean, it, things can change, and I, and I definitely can believe that one way or another. Um, also, uh, breaking news, um, Obama's grandmother, she died. Um, she lost, she loses her battle with cancer today, and um, I want to send a um uh, my condolences and, and and love out and good energy to his family and and um, and that's uh, unfortunate uh, for this to happen at this time. But um, hopefully they'll see it through. But uh, please call in at any point in time um, or I and me if you have any questions uh, um, about what you heard today. You know, uh, I just know for me, um, I went out and I voted. Uh, as soon as it was, uh, as soon as the, the polls were open two weeks ago, early voting, because I knew the just the energy and the excitement around this camp, this election, um, the, the the traffic that it was going to generate. So I just said, you know what? I already have my candidate in mind. Um, it's it's it is who it is, and I'm going to go ahead and cast my ballot, and, and that's it. You know, my wife and I did it, and, and I, I felt good about that. You know, I felt like regardless of what happens, um, I feel like I had a voice. I feel like I have something to do. My little part in the future of this country and the future of my kids and the future of my son's kids um, on the direction where I would like to see them grow up in and, and find who they are um, in this environment. You know, um, it's 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 so ironic that um, we're talking about you know uh, Barack and where we are now and our kids' kids and 
And you just know, I just want to make sure that they have every opportunity to succeed and, and find their way in life because the last four years, let's face it, people, it's been tough. It really has. And you have to ask yourself the question, do you really want to, uh, to, to uh, go through this again for another four years? And, you know, regardless of, of, of what they're saying out there about, you know, he's tied to this person or you got Halen doing what she's doing, you know, you have to look at it all and take it with a grain of salt and really look at the essence of the man or the woman, so to speak, and, 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 and be truthful with yourself. You know, it's, this thing is not about race. It's not about the color of your skin. And, and I know a lot of people are saying, well, you know, this is historic from a black perspective that, we, yeah, we can finally get a black man in, in, in the presidency, but it doesn't make a world of difference if he's not going to make change. <laughs> Nothing's going to change here in, in the United States. You know, or McCain is too old, you know. Um, that has nothing to do with anything. It, as long as they have the right initiatives aligned with everybody, with the masses, so we can all be successful, um, I, I'm all for it. I, I think it's, um, I think it's, uh, it's a wonderful deal that we're in the situation that we're in right now because there is going to be change one way or another um, from our current situation, you know. So... Um, Please call in at any point in time. You uh, can IM me at uh, Radio by George um, uh, at yahoo.com, or you can call in at 866-472-5787 if you feel the need. And we're talking about politics today and, and what you can do and uh, how you can get out there and how your vote is much needed in all these key states, especially in Ohio. Um, you know, you look at the polls still, they're still showing Barack has slight leads or, or large leads in a lot of the key states like Virginia and Pennsylvania, but don't take that for granted. It's, you know, I can relate this to, to football uh, terminology. You know, it's, it's equivalent to coming, going into the fourth quarter with a 10-point lead against a, a much formidable opponent, and you just can't rest on that lead. You still have to be aggressive and uh, in your approach. And I think Barack and his camp are, are trying to sprint toward the finish line and finish this fourth quarter strong. And the only way they can do that, or your, if your candidate can do that, whether it's McCain as well, uh, if you're coming from behind, you want to put, put everything out there. You want to blitz. You're going to uh, throw the ball deep. You're going to do everything, do trick plays, everything to get back into it. But you're a part of that. You have to go out there and you have to go out and vote. You've got to put, put it all on the line. You know, don't think this thing is over from both perspectives because everything counts. We're really trying to make a, a different change here in, in our country. So with that being said, I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, uh, we're going to have someone on from Barack's camp. Uh, hopefully it will be uh, Tom Reynolds. They'll come on uh, with us and talk about their race and just what they're expecting is going to be like for them in the next 24 to 48 hours. And, uh, hey, feel free to call in at any point in time. Um, take a two-minute break in two minutes. Come back in two minutes. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. 
There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. That's right. Uh, we're talking politics today. Huge day. Election day in America tomorrow. We have exactly one day, one hour, and 13 minutes until we find out, we'll get it on in terms of who's going to be the next president of the United States, the next CEO of the greatest country in the world. And it's so important that you get out there because you know what's going on in, in the economy. You know where everything stands in terms of health care, education, and, and the war and all that. And we definitely want to see what's going on. And if you haven't been paying attention um, at the gas tanks, you'll see that gas is going down drastically over the last few weeks. Interesting, huh? Man, I tell you what, it's, this thing is its a game, man. It's all a game. You know, How can you go from $4 just uh, over the summer at the gas things down to the two. I don't. I don't get it. It's just. It's a shame when when you see this. But um, you know, we were just still waiting on to to see what happens with uh, with this whole poll, and everybody's excited about what's going on. Barack will be on along with McCain on Monday Night Football. Just anxious to see what they have to say about everything. And uh, it is a uh, it is an exciting time in the country to see what's going to unveil un- unveil itself in the next 24 hours, and I just hope that people can look uh, beyond the fact that, you know, of race, and whether good or bad, don't just vote for uh, Barack because he's a man, you know, excuse me, he's a black male, you know, vote for him for the right reasons, or vote for McCain for the right reasons, not because he has Palin, uh, who is also a woman, it goes way beyond that, and I think, you know, you put aside the, the illusions uh, of the candidates and look at the essence of the human being and what they stand for. And if it resonates with you, then I would suggest that you, you vote accordingly. But, you know, I, I haven't really been um, into politics up, up until recently. I've, I've endorsed Al Gore in the past. I've, I've done that. But I really haven't 
gotten into it, I guess, until recently because it's, it is a critical time in our, our nation's history. But uh, more importantly, um, you know, now I have more time on my hands. <laughs> and it directs me. It directs my family. Um, uh, it affects all of us. You know, when I look at my, my mother's situation and my grandmother's situation, my sister's situation, where they're barely, um, you know, holding on. And they have degrees. They have education. They have work experience. And there's just nothing, nothing out there. There's no opportunity out there. And it's scary. You know, it's affecting um, every type of sector. You know, the economy is affecting every type of sector you can imagine. It's affecting uh, football teams. It's affecting uh, um, the landscape architecture businesses. It's affecting uh, real estate, everything. You know, I look at, uh, you know, some of these situations that, that, I'm, that I'm witnessing whole, from my own experience. You know, you look at uh, our, our landscape architecture firm, you know, where we, we're not forced to lay people off, but it changes the way we do business. And to create deals and to find deals out there, are are very slim next to any. And, you know, you just want to see a difference. You know, you want to change the morale. You want to get people excited about uh, being an American again. And it's just not there right now. And um, I just think overall, um, regardless of the situation, I think it will sh- will definitely be a shot in the arm of, uh, of, of, of inspiration um, that people can do. So, with that being said, I'm going to bring my man on from Barack's camp. His name is Tom Reynolds. He's communications director for the Ohio for Change Obama campaign. Tom, you're on radio by George. Hey, how you guys doing? How are you, man? Uh, you know, we're, we are fired up and ready to go here in Ohio. Uh, we had Senator Obama in town yesterday and had three huge rallies. We were in Cleveland, we were in Columbus, and we were in Cincinnati. We had over 150,000 people out at those events, and the energy and enthusiasm we're seeing here in the state is wow. awesome. That's good, man. And, and typically, this is a uh, Ohio is a state that is or is a red state. Am I correct? Yeah, that? you know, uh, George Bush won here in, in 2004 by the the slimmest of margins. Uh, mm-hmm. Ohio is always a tough state, but we think. This year, uh, things, are going to be, things are going to change. Why? Have, Why do you think they're going to change, Tom? You know, there is an attitude out there that people want something different. Uh, we have got one of the best ground games and organizations when it comes to politics right here in Ohio. Uh, we've got Ohioans out there knocking on doors and making phone calls and, and talking about Barack Obama and Joe Biden you know, and their plan for the economy, you know, their plan to turn this country around and really improve our standing um, in the international community. And there's just this excitement, there's this mm-hmm. buzz, and uh, it's great to be here. Yeah, so when you talk to the people in Ohio specifically, and I know that the, uh, the unemployment rate is pretty high up there right now, what have you been telling them in terms of Barack's uh, initial plan, how they're going to be able to eat and have opportunities to get a job in in that region specifically? Yeah, you know, one of the things that, Barack focuses on most is is, are working families, working class Americans who are just out there. You know they're suffering through tough economic times. 
you know, we're seeing the, these mortgage crisis. We're seeing a financial meltdown on Wall Street. And, you know, Barack and Joe Biden, they understand what average people are going through. Uh, Ohio has uh, fallen on some hard times, and we've seen some job loss here. You know, but he's got a plan um, to bring manufacturing jobs mm-hmm. back to Ohio, to keep jobs here in Ohio and not ship them overseas. And, you know, really that's the foundation of, of how we're going to turn this country around. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I hear, I hear that in the statement. And um, it's just a really uh, exciting time in Ohio. I know for the like the last four or five years that um, I have friends that, that really are are not too happy about the current situation. And it's really sending some excitement in that in that state um, about uh, what Barack has done and has uh, doing in his campaign, and and uh, just overall, it's just an exciting time around the country that the possibility that this man, you know, um, is really going to make a difference. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's really historic, and and the energy we're seeing um, across the spectrum. Young people, old people, black and white, and it, you know everybody is coming together because um, they've seen where the country's been taken to, and they want to turn things around. And you know we've been over on your old campus, your old stomping grounds over mm-hmm. at OSU, and the college kids over there are so excited, they're so charged up, uh, and we're seeing that throughout the state. That is going to make a huge difference this year. And you know we need everyone to come out. Every vote is going to matter. Every vote is going to count. That's how mm-hmm. close. Ohio is every single cycle, and this year is not going to be any different. Nobody can sit on the sidelines this time. We need everybody to get out there and cast their vote. Now, let me ask you: Do you think that has has Barack has his um, has he transcended race in this in this regard? Do you think people still look at him? Well, he's he's a black man, or do you think they look at him now? No, he's the best man for the job, regardless of his race. People don't see race anymore. They see they see the best candidate who's got the best vision for this country and the best plan to turn the economy around. That's what matters here. Uh, unfortunately, you know, on the Republican side, uh, you're seeing you're seeing some more uh, smear and fear tactics. You know, it's unfortunate because John McCain is an honorable man. He has served his country. Uh, he has a, as a dedicated public servant. Uh, but I think some of the people around him are trying to drag this race down to the gutter. And Ohioans and the American people are just sick and tired of that. Yeah. Uh, they, they want they want vision. They want a plan for tomorrow, and that's what they see in Barack Obama. So, with with this being, I guess, and if I was saying that this is a football game, we're approaching the two minute warning with a ten minute with a ten point lead. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. um, you know, I wouldn't with, get I wouldn't get that confident. I say I say we're sitting on the goal line. The score is tied. We're, we're going to need every single person to help us punch it through. Yeah, so we're at the goal line, but with two minutes to go, right? Yep, yep. And and you need everybody. Now, what down is it? Is it first, second, third, or fourth down? We, this is fourth down. Oh, this my is goodness. Down. This is everything. This is, all the chips all the chips are on the table All here. the chips are on the table. All right, Todd. Well, thank you for calling in, man. Good luck. And uh, tell, hey, tell the people in Ohio to get out there and vote. I'm telling you all to get out there and vote. Uh, vote for Barack. He votes for change, and if that's the guy that you want to see in, get out there and vote. Exercise your right. Um, Tom, this is the end of our show. Thanks for calling in, man. I really appreciate you. Hey, thank you very much. And uh, good luck, and uh, well, I guess we'll be talking to you within the next 48 hours. All right, that's today's show. I'm Eddie George. Get out there and exercise your vote no matter where you are. This is a, a huge historical event. Um, until next time, same hour, same place, I'm Eddie George. Have a blessed one. Peace. 
hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of Radio by George. If you have a question or comment for Eddie and just can't wait until next Monday, you can email him at info at radiobygeorge.com. Selected emails will be read on the air so your voice can be heard worldwide. Be sure to listen live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America channel. See you next week.